Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes things are tough, but if you got your family, it's enough. Making lots of friends along the way, especially in the Great Taste Gang. We've got your latest food news and scores from the Cardinals and the Blues. Nikki's part of the crew and Greg Warren too. SeaWorld and Brando. the entire crew back together again. Hey, look at us. Tim Convy back after a one night trip to DC. Yeah. I want to talk about the Sunday night, but I think we should save it and do like a little later do a, just a you talk about it. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Was it great? I mean, I'm yeah, going awesome. to ask you questions now cuz I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> it was uh it was a whirlwind, you know, it was it was just the one just the one night, but it was so you like get back and you're like, wait a minute, did any of that just happen? But yeah, it was insane. The show itself was insane. I was so proud of Chris. Uh getting to meet all these people that he worked with. I mean, and yeah, like you said, we'll save it. But just to be in a room with those people and you know, our seats were incredible and how close we were to all these people. And it's just so different than any other kind of show you're going to sit in or even a, you know, TV taping you're going to sit in. How long did it, how long of a show was it? It ran long. I, I I could be wrong. It was supposed to be two hours and it was like, I think they probably hit 230, 240. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Not, especially with that lineup. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. I, I could have been in there forever. So it was, I, I'll save a lot of it, but I'll, I'll, I will tell you, it was just us being in there and you guys saw the lineup and all the people that were on stage and then all of the, you know, if you've seen these Mark Twain humor prizes before, all of the, uh, the, the recipients, friends and family are kind of in the wings or these side balconies. So we were, you know, this far away from that lineup of people. So one of the coolest things was not only watching the people, but watching them all interact. So it was li- literally, and I'll, I'll show you the picture, uh, Conan, Chris Rock, Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, <laughs> and we're just watching them all crack up at whoever's on stage, and you know, watching Chris Rock kind of whisper to everybody, and them just fall out dying. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was cool. And then we had a late night adventure. I'll, I'll tell you about. And yeah, it was just really fun. Chris did a phenomenal job, and yeah, I can't wait for people to see the actual show. Yeah, I read a bunch about it yesterday. 
because by the time we were on the air, yeah, when we were on the air yesterday, none of those stories had been out yet, so we couldn't really talk about it. But Nick had read something uh, from Variety, or I don't even know the what publication put this put the story out of the rundown of everything, saying that it was PBS didn't run it this time because it was Adam Sandler. I'm like, no, that's not true. PBS pulled yeah, I don't pulled think they even knew who it was before. Right? He said because they thought it was going to be too dirty. Like the recipients in the past, I mean, Adam Sandler is not even close to as dirty as a Dave Chappelle. Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah I thought was, they didn't even know who. I mean, maybe they had an idea who they were going to go with. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Maybe they had already bailed. I'm not sure. It was a joke made throughout the night, so maybe Variety got confused. I mean, the, the joke was, you know, that yeah, PBS At, since passed. its inception, yeah, it's been on PBS. Correct. Uh, no, I believe it was Comedy oh. Central the first few years. Oh, it was. I, I read another story that said it, it had been on PBS, but maybe it wasn't since the inception. But yeah. for a lot of years, yes, uh, it definitely had been there for a lot of years. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I think that's dumb. I don't think that's okay. True. But we'll talk more about it. Yeah, it's so awesome. Was Chris just on cloud nine? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was good, and he's much. You know, I've been around him for so many of these things now, and he was far more relaxed than I've ever seen. I mean, usually because really? he's the guy. He's the guy, and usually I just stay away from him on, you know, we've done VMAs together and, and New Year's Eve and a, a whole bunch of that stuff, and he is uh, just, you know, fo- very focused and intense, and he was really relaxed and feeling good about all of it. Great. And, and it was such a great show. Your so. whole family was there. You guys all traveled to D.C. I saw even the lair. Curran Convey was there. I meant to take a few layer pictures for you. See, the layers <laughs> were out in, in full effect. Yeah, Curran came in, uh, which was so fun. And yeah, it, it was it was it was really great. Good. Well, I'm glad it was such a great night for yeah, Chris. That's yeah, cool. I got so, stories and stuff, but we'll we'll save them. All right. And we'll yeah, we'll talk more about uh your trip to DC to watch that Mark Twain Prize for American Humor uh with Adam Sandler. Okay, so let me tell you about my just a few things about my day yesterday. Mm-hmm. How's the garage door? It's still broken. Okay. Nick said he's going to YouTube it. I'm like, oh. I think we need to call in a professional. You need a tool to, because you, you've got to create the tension on that spring. Our spring broke in the garage door. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know if he's the guy for that. You can get hurt doing that. I know. I, I don't mind calling a garage door fixer. Isn't that Because Marty's just broke. Remember, and Marty's a had, hot topic. And Marty, too. and Marty had to take a day off of work yeah. to fix it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder I'm why. happy just to pay someone. Yeah, I'm not fixing it. Yeah. I, I, would, I paid somebody to fix ours. Yeah, I don't know if Cheney Window and Door does it's also door. <laughs> specializes in garage doors. <laughs> they do either. You could probably pay Marty. He's just been through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably good yeah. I think I'd rather call somebody that it won't take as long as it probably took Marty to do. Yeah. Um, but no. So thank you for, I had a bunch of technical problems yesterday. Phone, phone's back to normal. So thank you guys for that. That's good. Um, and then I, my strong opinion yesterday was about, listen, if I subscribe to your movie channel, I don't want to have to go to another platform in order, in order to watch a show. You should have all the episodes on demand for me. I shouldn't have to go to... Uh, you know, Amazon Prime or Apple to get Showtime if I pay for Showtime every month. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to watch Your Honor. Mm. And it's crazy. Like season one. Wait a minute. And you can't watch it on Showtime? I can watch season two, no. but season one is nowhere. Are you sure? I'm positive. Wow. I know how to work on demand. All right, all right. It's not available. 
So somebody texted yesterday and they walked me through it. So I went and got the Showtime Anytime app and then put all my info in and then I had to sync it up with my TV. But it was a, and it's still not, It I still have to go through like Roku in order to get it. Oh, like boy. I can't just get it. So anyway, it's all set up. I didn't have to put any payment information in. Right, yeah, because you're paying for that. I'm already just, paying for it. They mm-hmm. just they don't want you to get it that way. You got to go it's a different way crazy. to get it. It's crazy. Oh, you're paying for Showtime through regular cable. Yes. You yes. thought, oh, I'll just get it on demand. I get it. Yeah, I should. You I should. Yeah. If I'm paying for this already, yeah. you're currently running season two of Your Honor. Mm-hmm. You should have the first season all up there. But they don't, I've been out of the traditional cable game for a while. They don't have like the entire HBO library or no. whatever. I'm saying if there is a show currently running, Got though, it. you should have all of the episodes for anybody that wants to jump in, you know, while this is. It would is, make sense. Yes. I agree with you. All right. So anyway, I figured that out. I have yet to watch Your Honor, but I have it set up to go in on it. But I did watch all, I watched that new uh, Bob Odenkirk show. Lucky oh, Hank. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's just, it's way different from the Saul, Saul character, but it's, I think I'm going to like it. There's a bunch of good characters on it. Is it Vince Gilligan as well? Is uh-huh. it, it is. Okay. So is it I kind of, so. kind of a slow burn? Like, uh, there's just funny characters. He's kind of a sad sack and yeah. doesn't seem very happy with anything. Yeah. Um, so this is just a first episode. You're Great. just kind of mm-hmm. learning about the characters. But I did finally watch all of Fleabag over the weekend. Oh, from zero? You'd never started never it? Never seen it. Isn't it one of the greatest things I you've ever seen in your life? loved it so yeah. much. Yeah. I, I don't think it's for everyone. Nope. Like, I'm not telling Karen Landrum, watch it. But I loved it. I'm sad there's not another season. I know. I'm but like I get it. ready to go. It is, uh, I, yeah, I think it's in my top five of all time. It's 12 episodes yep. total, 30-minute episodes. It was very easy to get yep. through. But I'm bummed it's over now. I know. It's but brilliant. I, but I love her. Is there no no hope for a, anything else? She said else? maybe when they're in their 40s or 50s, she'll revisit that character. She said if the story comes to her. And she said she wasn't going to do a second That's season. That's right. And, and, and I think the one. second season was better than the first. Pretty phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, it's really good. It's, and it was funny because Guy talked about it too, and he and I had a very similar experience with it. Like, watch the first couple episodes and then just... Didn't get back into it for some reason and then finally got into it and was like, what was I doing? Yeah, I don't know. Why did I not watch all of these? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that was my day yesterday. I did have a, there was an issue with my food. I told Nick next time he comes on, he's going to have to address it. It is the craziest thing. Every, any mistake with our food when he goes and picks it up is always my food. It's never his food. I wonder why that is. And yesterday it was such a mistake. The wrong order was sent home. And this place that we went, it's chicken salad chick. I'm just going to tell you. Um, it's not easy to get to. It's yeah, a real it's, hassle where it's located. It's so dear to your heart. I know. But I'm telling you that Shiloh area, I avoided at all costs. Mm-hmm. So Nick had to drive back there to get my food. And I was, I go, it, I go, why don't you check the bag? This has happened too many times. Mm. It yeah, was, that's great because I rarely have something completely. Wrong. It was a we got a big tray of like huge tray of yogurt covered grapes. What the hell was <laughs> that all about? I don't know. It's something I've never ordered before. There was not one thing in that bag that was part of our order. Shouldn't they only have chicken salad? I no, that they was have the thing. They have sides. They Did have you talk to the chick? <laughs> I did not. <laughs>
But he was so nice on the phone. And I'm like, why were you so nice? Yeah. Uh. Because it's a hassle. They should they should pay Grubhub to send us our correct order. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. So you ordered from like a Grubhub thing? No, no. He no. went and picked it up. Courtney's but he just had saying dri- they should oh, have to oh, He had I driven gotcha. home. So anyway. They should. Next time he comes in, he'll have to talk more about it because it is comical how it's always my food. The pickiest person in America. <laughs> all right, what about your day yesterday, Brando? Uh, nothing nearly as exciting as uh, seeing all the A-list uh, celebrities or uh, dealing with a terrible order. Um, Aaron had his first baseball game last night, so we went and watched that. Um, and so that was the big excitement for the evening. The weather was, it looked nice. You know, if you look out the window, you're like, hey, it's a nice day for a baseball game. It was really cold and windy. Mm. But it didn't seem like that. Until you got out oh, of the old man. ball diamond. That you know, wind just, was an issue it's yesterday. It's open always at the baseball field, so the wind was just knocking us around. And then... How'd the walk-up song go? Aaron doesn't get a walk-up No, song. it's the, oh, just the it's High school, going. they're not messing with that shenanigans. This is, that's for like little kid stuff. I right. like how you said shenanigans. You made me nervous for a second. <laughs> they're not messing with that shena- shenanigans. <laughs> uh, but oh, speaking of Owen, he goes to the doctor today. So that's his follow-up from his last surgery. So fingers crossed... He gets cleared today and is okay to start doing everything. No oh, good. His, his first baseball game is this weekend, and he's he's had the whole winter. He has he's hardly had any chance to practice or anything because of all these dumb surgeries. Yeah, so. but maybe it'll be like golf, like my first round I play of the year. I don't have all of my different it mental issues. Yeah, where I'm like the best golfer ever, <laughs> and then it's only for one round. <laughs> maybe he'll just be an all star. I well, it, if you ask him. Yes, that's exactly how it's going to go. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. All right. Well, we do have a lot of stuff on the show today. That first round of Art Sadness. You know what? I just don't li- I don't sync up with our listeners with music, I don't think. Because I... Are you in bad shape already? Oh, I went with my heart, man. It's what I do every year. And always the songs that don't bring me any joy... Pound the ones that I love. They just kill them every year. You got a lot of your songs in this time into the into the tournament. Into the tournament, but they're not seeing daylight. No, I'm very sad about it. No. Uh, so the first round, uh, we will uh, we will go over a couple of we'll go over all the winners, and then we have two matches that will happen today yep. that you can vote on for 24 hours. Somebody's going to win 500 bucks from DraftKings at Casino Queen. Uh, but also we've got tickets. For George Lopez with Throwback Live, John Mayer after Hollywood Outsider at 8.30, and Snoop Dogg at uh, 9.30 with First Five Notes. Tuesday Tidbits also. We'll talk more about uh, Hollywood and such in just a few minutes about in the Hollywood Outsider. If you guys want to text us, thank you already for all the text. Two suggestions for the Bird Song Company for my garage door. I appreciate it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, 314-669-4665. Oh, hey. This is Tom from Salt and Smoke. Visit our website, which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com, and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it. Just do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. I promise. The smartest way to do your homework is Heckman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. 
If your homework means a new deck, turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, Trex, Evergreen, and Azek to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Hackman Lumber St. Peter's is your go-to place for a huge selection of quality bedding plants, perennials, and hanging baskets. They also carry topsoil and potting mix for your gardening needs. Come visit all Hackman Lumber showrooms in St. Charles Pacific and Troy, Missouri, or online at hackmanstl.com. Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, the only biker comedy hypnotist, Gary Michaels, is at Streets of St. Charles. Amanda Bynes is on a psychiatric hold after calling 911 on herself while walking the streets of L.A. naked. Uh, According to an eyewitness, Amanda waved a car down and told him that she was coming down from a psychotic episode. That's when she called 911. Uh, luckily, she's not hurt. She's currently in the hospital. Uh, she was supposed to appear at a 90s con last weekend in Connecticut, but then dropped out uh, with some sort of undisclosed health issue at the time. Her ex fiance, I think, or fiance or husband, is saying that she's stopped taking her medication, which is part of the problem. So Ugh. it's it stinks because it, we've gone, I feel like we've gone a long time. We haven't really heard anything bad. You know, like she was getting help and getting everything taken care of, but apparently she's having issues again, so we hope for the best. Uh, The White House's 2021 National Medals of Arts and Humanities ceremony will be held today. Uh, If that sounds a little odd, well, it was postponed due to COVID, so it's the 2021 awards they are just now going to be giving out today. Uh, Mindy Kaling, Bruce Springsteen, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Gladys Knight, and Vera Wang will all be honored today at the White House. So I'm like, well, where's 2022? Did they? I don't know. I don't know if they've done that one in the 2021. You can't do 2022. I wonder if they did. And leave 21 in the dust. Just this pandemic, man. It messed everything up. We'll be playing catch up forever. Ever, forever. I'm not going to get my medal for who knows how long. (laughs) Great Taste Gang member Josh Clapper posted over the weekend that his cousin Melissa Clapper was going to be on Jeopardy uh, on Monday. Well, she was, and she won. Get out. But not without some controversy? There was some controversy yesterday. So I I missed Jeopardy yesterday, so I missed Josh's uh, cousin? Yes, okay. cousin Melissa. But I was looking at Twitter and Jeopardy was trending on Twitter. I'm like, what's going on? So for the first controversy is that one of the clues that Melissa answered and she got $200 for it, uh, the the question was Ewan McGregor. And she said, according to lots and lots of people, that she said Ewan Gregor. So technically, when they right. came back from the break and usually at, when they come back from the break, they say, we have taken the $200 away from, but they never said anything about that. But then there was a whole thing about her wagering, bizarrely. So she hit the daily double, but yeah. she didn't, at the, the, the third one, so the last one, and she was way ahead, uh, but not half ahead. So you want to be more than halfway ahead if you're going into Final Jeopardy, mm-hmm. because then 
you don't have to bet anything and the person can't catch you. Right. So she did not bet enough on the final daily double. So then for the final Jeopardy, if the guy who's in second place gets his right, he overtakes her. Okay? Mm-hmm. So she bet... $401. Yeah. $401. So she beat him by a dollar. Yeah. But people said the correct bet should have been seven nine $7,999. So not only do you win, but you maximize the amount of money. Yeah. Because if you... Oh. Yes. Because if you lose, you lose. But you also, the third place person, if they get it right, can't catch you. Right. So there was some controversy yesterday, but she's the new... She's Jeopardy champ. All right. Uh-huh. Way to go, Melissa. Is she from here as well or no? I don't think I, we so. Don't, okay. Yeah, we don't really know. I don't think In so. In his post, he just said his cousin was on. So Got it. I'm sure he'll give us an update. Mm-hmm. That's great. That she's won. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have now begun the process of buying yet another home. So they just backed out of their third deal. So this is the third house that they're like, we'll take it. And then somewhere in the process, they're like, we don't want it anymore. After those inspectors get done with you them. You think so? No, I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, they're of course, they're mansions. Oh, uh, there were pictures yeah. of this last one, which, I mean, it was an amazing home. But I don't know. Maybe, that's, maybe it was inspectors. Maybe they found some black mold. <laughs> maybe they found a broken spring in the garage, in the garage door. And they're like, we're not dealing with this. We out. Uh, Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon almost had a hanky-panky scene in the movie Wild Things. I've never seen that. I know it's like a oh, lot of stuff going on. It's but very, I hate this word, but it's a very sexy movie. Oh, provocative. <laughs> Is it sultry? Especially at that time. Yeah, it was, it was something. Yeah, something going on. And good. Like a good whodunit. Like you would think somebody was, you're like, oh, they're the bad guy. And then somebody else would be the bad guy. Switch yeah, it, it, it had some... It was good. It's a good thriller, yeah. I think. Well, I might have to watch it. Well, the hanky-panky between uh, Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon never happened because, according to director John McNaughton, <clears throat> one of them objected to it. But he didn't say which one. But someone did some top-notch perv research and found a 2005 interview where Matt Dillon said he was, quote, relieved when they got rid of that scene. So it was Matt Dillon. Isn't there a one. shower scene where you see stuff from one of them? It's been a long time. I mean, I know. But why does that... That could be right. I'm going to look it up. The original script a had, had a, a, that all going on. And I guess Matt Dillon was like, man, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that stuff. <laughs> Good Matt Dillon. I don't, I don't, where's Pony Boy? <laughs> uh, familiar Face will be returning to host Dancing with the Stars. Julianne Huff will return to co-host now that Tyra Banks is out. So, oh, Tyra's out. I didn't know that. She's out. So it's all happened. Maybe. You missed it yesterday. It was just yesterday. yesterday. It was a huge day in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, man. that makes sense. Julianne Huff. She was a dancer originally. Everybody mm-hmm. keeps saying Derek Huff's sister. It's like Julianna was on at first. Yeah, she did her own thing. They say, I man, I saw, her, but I wow. saw a couple stories that said that. I'm like, eh. wait, do we know who the co-host is? Or no, that's the only. I mean, okay, there's usually two, right? There's uh, always two. Well, no, no. Tyra was solo. Tyra was solo. Oh, yeah, right. She was the whole thing. And it'll still be on Disney+. Plus. It's not going yes, back to ABC. Yeah. yeah. But they think that that maybe is why Tyra bounced. I could see She's that. like, I know Disney+. I just Plus. don't think it really makes her look... It's not a great show for her to showcase anything. Tyra? She, yeah. yeah. Like, she was perfect on Next Top Model because she's a model. Yeah. And right. that's her... That's where her knowledge thing. is. She's yeah. not a, a not funny. host. Yeah, she's not known for her hosting ability outside of her 
you know, own expertise. So what was the point of that? Kevin Bacon. I just wanted to say oh, Kevin the Bacon. Shower? Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Oh, so Kevin. Mm-hmm. Well, he was into the he wanted to do the other scene. He was proud of what he had, I think. And Matt Dillon <laughs> was like, out. Maybe Matt was not proud. You know what I mean? Fire Wilmore is a 22-year-old dancer, exotic dancer, that auditioned on this week's American Idol. And during her audition, she said uh, she wants a better life for her four-year-old daughter. Her four-year-old daughter was on with her. I don't watch American Idol anymore, but, you know, it was one of those. Tim does. If you remember, it was one of those, like, very long build-up pieces. So long. Yeah. That it was out of control. Oh, you watched yes. this one. I didn't I watched, see it. No, I watched the clip. I watched the clip, and too. And it was way too long for her talent. Got it. So much leading up into it. And then her daughter is on stage with her. Yeah. Which, do they do that? Do they the daughter them bring them yeah. sometimes if they know they're going to put a package together. So that so that adds to the whole drama. And the drama. scene where the daughter grabs the... Golden, golden ticket, ticket and brings it over to her mom. Yes. When she's, she's not getting like, it. No, you should put it back. It's. The, so they're saying. Oh, they said no. They're saying it feels very staged. So, yes, they oh, they yeah. let her perform. They build up the whole thing. She performs. She's not great. They she's don't let great. her through. Katy Perry says, hey, come back in a month. We're going to be in Nashville. Perform again. We'll give you a second chance. We'll give you a second chance. Oh. Well, obviously, they'll let her through then, right? I, they we, shouldn't. But they're going to. I mean, they will. She'll sing a better song. She, I was she, to, she wasn't terrible. She wasn't, she wasn't great. Terrible. Did they all three say no? Yes. No. Yeah. She's. I mean, she's fine. I don't think she's an actress or it's anything. It's not called American Story. Well, you kind of need a story <laughs> every that? now and again. But man, they well, sure. I mean, it up. It's, it's like The Voice does the same thing. Oh, it's like with this. We're big... looking for singers. Yes. Yeah. Right. They're like he was born in a small town and his daddy was killed on the railroad and you're like well he's gotta win now oh my gosh and this little girl her daughter is one of the cutest little girls i've ever seen yeah she's pretty adorable she is so adorable well, we'll see her they again wanted then. to get the daughter on screen because she was so cute yeah so cute i think you're right so we'll see what happens but yeah a lot of people think the whole thing is staged so i don't know the offspring are going on tour this summer with some 41 and simple plan and they will be coming to St. Louis. Nice. They'll be at uh, St. Louis Music Park August 27th. That's a great show. Right? That is... What day of the week is that? That's the same weekend as the Evolution thing. Uh-oh. Hope it's not the same day. Yeah, I don't right. know the Evolution one I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. Thank you to Fave Dave. He uh, texted in that they added Alfonso Ribeiro as a co-host of DWTS a while back. Mm, I, that sounds familiar. So they say he will remain the co-host. So thank you. So it's two of them, right? Yes. Um, all right, some text, or not some text, some uh, things that I saw yesterday that I enjoyed. I love this. And you'll be able to see it on the story at the Courtney Show STL. But it's a picture of like a shire in England or wherever. And it Mm -hmm. says, it was the best of shires. And then it's all covered in moss. It was the worst of shires. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that brought me a little little joy yesterday. Um, I also saw this. Guys will be 37 talking about 
I'm not ready for marriage, and I'm afraid of commitment. Sir, you are about ready to lose your hair. Get it together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I did, I don't want to steal your thing, but did you see your favorite thing from yesterday? The toaster ravioli guy? Oh, yes, I have that. Did you? Okay, I'll I'll let you do it then. Then I screenshot it. Um, But then I sent this to Nikki yesterday because I saw Nikki on the red carpet for the Mark Twain Award. Mm -hmm. And she looked absolutely stunning. And I screenshot a picture of one of the comments that somebody had for her. You have beautiful shoulders. And I sent it to her. (laughs) I sent it to her. I'm like... I go, I your shoulders do look good, but it's weird. And a she's, weird comment, yeah. She's like, that's what people do. They think that, you know, they think if they make an odd comment like that, That'll she'll get. be like, they see me. Yeah. They really see we me. We get coffee sometimes. Yeah. You look stunning. Yeah. You have incredibly beautiful shoulders. <laughs> that really made me laugh. Shoulder weirdos out there. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, what about you, Brando? I know you have that thing I just mentioned. Yeah, I'll start I'll start with that one. It's the, uh, the, so the toasted ravioli hat that we saw over the weekend at the, at yeah, the St. Louis at FC game. Apparently, it's going to be there. Well, we'll he, see. He's going to try. He's going to try to sell them. Yeah. So, um, and it's, he didn't make it though. The guy that's wearing it, he didn't make it. Uh, his partner is what they say in the story. Lainey, uh, uh, Nipmeyer, I guess is how you'd say it. She created it. Um, she started on like her iPad and designed it and then got all these fabrics and things and just created this one single toasted ravioli hat. But I guess now she's going to try to figure out a way to. She like, needs make to, and more she needs them. she needs to get on it quick. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because it's only cold for a while, and then we're going to forget about it. And somebody's going to make some cheap one out of foam. No, and they'll be out. There. I want these people to get all of the credit and all the money. Because she came up with a great idea. I love and it's it. It's so funny. But yeah, so the guy that's wearing it, they're 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 a couple, and so that toasted rav hat may someday soon be available. I'll try to reach out to them, and maybe we can get their information and get them on the air. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, and then this uh, had to do with the XFL. I just enjoyed this because it's just crazy to see it. So the, they just somebody or the F- XFL posted the XFL attendance for week five. So you've got all four of the games, Houston and Seattle. There were a little over 9,000. Orlando and Vegas, 6,000. Uh, Arlington and San... What is it? Ar- it's not Antonio. San Diego. San Antonio, there we go. That had 13,000, and then the D.C. versus St. Louis, 35,000 fans. That's awesome. It's just when you see them all together, like, what is going on? That's crazy. We're just packing the stadium. And the other ones are, you know, they're getting people there. There's, it's still a good amount. Yeah. But it's just crazy how much of a spike there is in attendance here in St. Louis. So yeah. way to go, everybody. Way to go, everybody. Uh, I found a few things. One, uh, there's a picture of a, uh, a, a ver- what looks like a very nervous possum. And the caption on this meme says... The anxious urge to say, no worries either way, when you are actually worrying both ways, plus a secret third way. <laughs> and my, my buddy Scott posted that and said, if I ever text you, are we still on? No worries either way. I'm secretly hoping that we're not. <laughs> yeah. No worries either, either way. way. <laughs> uh, Wenzel Powers on Twitter said, I guess Dolly did an interview lately or recently where she 
told told this. He said, uh, Dolly Parton writing I Will Always Love You and Jolene in the same day is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if Da Vinci finished the Mona Lisa, then turned around in the same day and wrote Jolene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing I posted this on my Instagram, but was uh, you know, we we went to the the check-in for the red carpet stuff to, to get into the venue uh, for for the Kennedy Center for the Adam Sandler thing and every everybody got an envelope and it was just, it was a, that funny picture of Adam Sandler on the envelope and that was your pass to get in certain things and it had your tickets inside I saw the I saw yours did you post it and I was I was like oh I'm gonna have this forever this is great and then I it, it took me until going into the actual event to look at it and uh, my envelope said. Miss Tim Convey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did remind me of Courtney Landram. Yeah, I was like, man. Even though that was done, that was done on purpose. I'm assuming this. No, it was not. Oh, it wasn't. No, we asked. It was not. It was not. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a little joke. No, I. Did you think it was a joke? I did. Yes, and then no, but no one had any. Uh, it was just a type. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> you still need to keep it forever. Well, yeah. Yes, I will. Now it's yes. worth more. It's like a baseball card. <laughs> you just need to get more famous. <laughs> All right, those are the best things we saw. They'll be on the Courtney Show, STL, Facebook, Instagram, on our stories. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke, and oh, hey, barbecue. Look, I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. Could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich? Or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. Art Sadness brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. All right, the first round, we had all the matchups available for voting up until 7 a.m. this morning. So let's go over the winners. First matchup, Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You, against Sail On by the Commodores. The winner was... Nothing compares to you. About 82% of the vote. 82%. All right. Next matchup. Howard Jones. No one is to blame against Simply Red. Holding back the years. The winner. Simply Red. 70% of the vote. It's hard to say goodbye. Uh, Boys to Men against Joe Jackson. Breaking us in two. Blowout. Boys to Men. 87% of the vote. This one hurts me. (laughs) Just when I needed you most by Randy Van Warmer. Against Missing You by John Waite. It was close, but John Waite got it. 55% of the vote. It was close. All right, next, Babe Sticks against Carol King so far away. Another close one. Uh, Carol King gets 57% of the vote and moves on. All right. Greg Warren's favorite, Four Decades of Music, Eric Carmen, All by <laughs> Myself, against Must Have Been Loved by Roxette. We'll be happy. 59% of the vote. Eric Carmen moves on. Mm. Next matchup, Dion Warwick. I'll never love this way again against Don Henley, Patty Smythe. Sometimes love just ain't enough. I'm sorry, this one's going to hurt, but Dion Warwick defeated 54% of the vote to uh, Don and That Patty. bums me out. God, that song, you can't hear Dion singing that song without feeling something. Totally agree. And Don Henley's one of the worst people of all time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> All right, next one. This isn't a shock. Richard Marks right here waiting against Expose. I'll never get over you getting over me. Yeah, Richard Marks wins 67% of not the vote. A not a huge blowout. Not a blowout, but, you know, convincing, we'll say. Okay. Now to the other side of the bracket. Uh, Cats in the Cradle against Weekend in New England by Barry Manilow. Not close. Harry I Chapin gets 79% of the vote. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's sadder, but man, Weekend in New England is one of my very favorite sad songs. I had never even heard it. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are <laughs> I, wrong. It's fine. I like Barry Manilow, though. All right, next. Almost over you, Sheena Easton against Barbara and Neil. You don't bring me flowers. Barbara and Neil get this one 69% of the vote. They move on. Yeah, that, that's to be expected. The Living Years, Mike and the Mechanics against I Miss You by Climax. I mean, a blowout. 80% of the vote going to Mike and the Mechanics. Wow. All right, and this one, we we played the wrong clip yesterday. Yeah, uh, but I, as long as It's they, the same song. As long as they listened on on uh, on the YouTube playlist, I guess you got the right version. But yeah, it is the same song, right? Yeah, it is. Without You by Air Supply against Todd Rundgren's Hello, It's Me. It didn't seem to matter because the Air Supply version did win 81% of the vote over that Todd Rundgren, which is probably not going to be in the... In the list next no, year. No, no. <laughs> and I think Guy Phillips helped with that voting, saying Todd Rundgren's a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, we've got Lionel Richie, hello, against Bonnie Raitt, I Can't Make You Love Me. Bonnie Raitt, moving on, 69% of the vote. All right, Paul Young, every time you go away against George Michael, one more try. This is a close one. Uh, Very similar artists. Yeah, I think we talked about it yesterday, uh, but 53% of the vote for Paul Young. So that song moves on. All right. Every time you go away. Wow. It's coming back. Two more. She's gone, Hall & Oates against How Can I Fall by Breathe. Breathe gets the uh, gets the edge here, 54% of the vote. Ooh, that was a tight one. All right, and finally... Sometimes when we touch, Dan Hill, one more try, Timmy T. This was a weird matchup, but uh, apparently people really hate the Timmy T song because <laughs> Dan Hill got 80% of the vote in that one. Wow. All right, so now round two, you are voting today on two different matchups. Is that correct? That's right. You've got uh, Sinead O'Connor going up against Simply Red. Both of those were blowouts, so this is going to be a good matchup. And then the other is It's So Hard to Say Goodbye, Boys to Men, up against John Waite, Missing You. So you get to vote on those two today. Okay, go to 1065thearch.com and vote for Arch Sadness, brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Coming up next, we've got some food to discuss. Food Court on The Courtney Show. Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Food Court is brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. All right, there's a story that's in the news today that I have a personal connection locally to. So there's this... Do you need to recuse yourself from the story? No, this isn't Court's Court. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right, so there's a story that I saw this morning about there's this L.A. neighborhood that is getting bombarded by mystery Uber Eats deliveries. Okay? Uh, It's one neighborhood. They have been receiving these different deliveries for the past month. Dozens of bags of fast food chicken sandwiches, tacos, milkshakes, pastries, coffee. Um, No one there is placing any of the orders, and some of the residents don't even have an Uber Eats account. They just keep coming. And at least a few of the residents have gotten more than 30 free food deliveries. 
Okay? At first, it was just a random surprise, but they're getting more than a dozen a day, and so they've been all looking for places to donate the food. Mm-hmm. Which, because they don't want to eat the food, mm-hmm. but they're like, this feels bad, just throwing it away. And some of the residents have eaten some of the mystery food, according to a report. Um, but they're... <laughs> The vegetarians in the area are asking the mystery Uber Eats sender to send more <laughs> salads. When uh. Uber Eats has opened an investigation, they flagged a few accounts, but it's still a mystery and unclear why it's happening. Weird. So my personal connection, my neighbor and friend, since last Tuesday, he's been getting Uber Eats deliveries. Okay? So I told him to send me a rundown of everything he's received. Last Tuesday morning afternoon, well, last Tuesday morning, well, I guess it's mid-morning, I found on my porch uh, six Hostess birthday cupcakes from Walgreens, along with two bags of Chick-fil-A nuggets. I have no idea when they were delivered. Then on Wednesday morning, I found one bag of McAllister's and a bag of Chick-fil-A nuggets. I did not open either bag. No idea when delivered. Thursday, I found one bag of Hawaiian Brothers for a Huli Huli chicken, which, by the way, that's their signature dish. Mm, dish. Sounds good. And the name on the bags was an L Way. And the phone number was 555-555, blah, 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 which does not work. Mm. And he has no idea. These different Why orders. Why do this? And some are not from just one place. They're from a few different places. That's what I said. What is the end game here? Right. What is the prank? Somebody has to pay for these. Exactly. Who's, I just don't. And pay, and overpay. I mean, that Uber Eats yeah. is expensive. Right. Isn't that bizarre? Yes. This has been going on for a week? This started last Tuesday. I'd call that about a week. Yeah, it is a new week. Um, but not every single day. Like, weird. I think three different days. Because you got to think that, that if it's a, the, the person typed in the wrong address, that they're they figure it out stopping after like those day orders. Two. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, I just thought it was odd that there was also a national story about it oh, as well. I bet it's AI. It's AI. AI's I wish that. AI would come over and fix my garage door. <laughs> They're just going to tell you how to do it. Uh, all right. Which of these leftover foods would you eat cold? I went through this whole list, and I have found that I will not eat a lot of food uh, from the fridge. See, I, I will. can't warm it up. I got to eat it cold. No, this is just taking it out of the fridge, eating it cold after you've already had it. I have that toaster oven. It's the best thing I'm ever. I'm not eating many of any, many things cold that I'm I can not either. Think of Emma no. and I are on opposite ends of the spectrum here. I will forget to even that something even should be warm. I will take it out of the refrigerator uh, and uh. just eat it. Like I just don't even care that much for some reason. Emma mid meal will reheat things two At- or three times before she's even finished the meal. Really? Yeah. So she's a temperature. She's Stop. crazy on yes. the temperature. Yes. All right, let's go through them. Let's see where we stand. The one that got the most votes for, yes, most people would eat this cold, pizza. No. I will. But I don't love it as much. Oh, I hate it. If I'm... That cold sauce? It's not my favorite. No problem. No problem for Tim. Fried chicken. I think it's sometimes better cold. I've... I remember doing cold chicken back in the day. Like I can still eat a piece of cold fried chicken. That's the only. I thing like you said that's the only thing I can think of. Top I of like my head. cold I'm fried like, chicken. No I can problem. eat cold okay. fried chicken. Quesadillas. No. 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 That cheese no has got to be melted to. 
Okay. Yeah, why would you subject yourself to that? All right. We're talking leftovers. More than 50% wood. Bacon. Who's got cold bacon? Who's... Like cold bacon in the fridge? Who's got cold bacon in the fridge? There's never leftover bacon. Now, if you fry up a ton for a bunch of people, like Sunday brunch, and then it's in there until you make your BLTs that night. Oh, okay. Well, you're right. I mean, I've had the cold bacon in there. I don't mind cold bacon. Warming it up. It's great. I don't mind cold bacon as long as you've cooked it crispy enough. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it it gets cold pretty fast, so it's hard to avoid. Pancakes. No. Yeah, I don't want no cold pancakes. I don't want no cold pancakes. What's the point of that? Burritos. Oh. Yeah, who cares? No. Terrible. That's all those things in there. Buffalo <laughs> wings. No. I think buffalo wings would be similar. I don't. To fried chicken. I don't like the cold buffalo sauce. Because some places they'll do that. You order buffalo wings, and then they just give you the sauce on the side. I'm like, no, 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 no. And it's cold. Oh, that is a cardinal, not cardinal, cardinal sin? Is that the right thing? Sure. It's fine with that. Like, if I order toasted raviolis, and I have marinara on the side, I don't want cold cold refrigerated marinara. You better heat that up. You want some warm sauce. Yes. I agree with that. Okay. That's weird. I feel strongly about that, and even my... You know, remember I made a big push to not refrigerate our ketchup, too. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't bring me ice cold from the fridge dipping marinara sauce for something warm. Yep, I'm throwing it back at you. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to go that far. (laughs) Fried rice. No, I'm not going to eat it cold. Cold? No, because then there's like cold peas. Fried rice, you're fine. No, I've done it many times. Orange chicken. I don't eat it, so I don't know. Then it's like mushy. (laughs) Got lots of thoughts on this. No problem. No problem for Tim. French fries. Who's doing this? Ugh. Cold? No, that is where I draw the line. Yeah. Lasagna? Yeah, no. I don't care. Get no out. Barbecue ribs. Yes. No. I feel like barbecue ribs would work. Yeah, who cares? No. Okay. Fries is insane. Insane. Yeah. Uh, Hot dogs. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, no, I would not do that cold. Me either. Cheeseburgers. I would not do them cold, but cheeseburgers, to me, do not warm up with the right taste. Yes, I, I don't warm up well, but I'm not eating a they cold They gross one. me out. I it's would got, rather have a poorly warmed up one. I think cheeseburgers have some kind of funky taste being warmed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would probably eat that. Uh, mac and cheese. No problem. <sighs> oh, mashed potatoes. Never. No problem. Chili. Oh. Uh, no way! <laughs> oh. Yeah, I would probably heat the chili. Oh, I like my chili on ice. <laughs> Chili's weird. That's disgusting. Because chili, you put a little cheese in there. Yeah. You put a little... Not if it's cold. No, that's what I'm saying. saying. If I didn't have microwave access. Some of these things I'm not even bothering with the microwave, but others I'm answering as if would, if I'm hungry, would I eat them if I didn't have a microwave? Yes. And the answer are most of these things, except for French fries and hot dogs. I think my answer is yes. Yeah, you were pretty. I always get grossed out on those like apocalypse shows or whatever where they just like pop open a can oh, and they're just when they're eating, eating the out of a can. Mini raviolis. Yeah, when they're eating those cold mini raviolis. Tastes like just... tin. It's like, oh. That's what it tastes like. Which is delicious. <laughs> I love aluminum. <laughs> um, all right. And then finally for Food Court today, uh, the average price of your McDonald's Big Mac in the U.S. is now estimated at $5.15, 22% more since the pre-pandemic era. Wait a minute. Say that again. The average price. Average. Yes. For the Big Mac, $5.15. Just the sandwich? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Man, it's crazy. I've been into a McDonald's in a while. You're what? Doesn't you've, that seem you've got astronomical mixed in there with the like production issues? I'm sure, and that's what drove that cost up. Probably not. I mean, you could probably find that's the case for most stuff. Where is the most expensive to get a McDonald's Big Mac? What what state? Uh, California, New York, New York, five dollars twenty three cents, followed by New Jersey, then California, and then uh, the cheapest out of more than thirteen thousand McDonald's in the U.S. Mississippi, three dollars and ninety one cents. Oh boy! Then after Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and South Dakota. Wow! Hey, way to go, Missouri! You're in good company there. But in Europe. There's there's still way more expensive. Average price, uh, seven dollars and seventy five cents. I hear there they call it the Big Mick. Oh. What's that from? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I uh, I know that that whole report was Pulp brought fiction? to you by. Uh, no, that's the that's the that's Royale the, yeah. with cheese. Royale with cheese, yeah. <laughs> It was brought to you by Schnucks Rewards. Earn two percent back on every purchase with the Schnucks Rewards app. Oh, hey. You're listening to The Courtney Show Podcast, fueled by salt and smoke. Oh, hey, you were smart. You get to listen to all this great Courtney Show podcast without all the Bruno Mars. Afterwards, why don't you grab a sandwich from salt and smoke? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You can do it! I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you talking about, <laughs> Throwback Live. Contestants for Throwback Live this morning. Tim, you have Candace from Festus. I'll be playing for Kurt from Lake St. Louis, and Brando, you'll be playing for Naomi from Florissant. Up for grabs today, we have tickets for you to see the comedy stylings of one George Lopez at the factory on June 9th. Throwback Live is brought to you by Emo's Experience Square Deals on the new Emo's app. Welcome, Afton. Hey, guys. Hi, Afton. How's it going? Great. Good. Yeah. How are you? Good. It just feels so, like, light and not mean in the studio I, these days. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably... I can always pick up the slack. It's right. We've done <laughs> no, it's this okay. in the past. We're good. We're when good. Chris was gone it's for a good. while. I'll, I'll take like, it. I'll, I'll take some shots <laughs> if that helps. I'll leave it how it is. <laughs> um, Marty's going to play throwback clips for you guys. You're going to ring in and try to win points for your listeners with these sounds. Courtney. Brando. Tim. Question one. Name this sitcom character. Oh, about that. You see my buddy Taylor. <laughs> Brando. Um... Oh, come on, Brain. Uh, oh, I know his real name. <laughs> uh, five, four, <laughs> three. You know this. Two. I know. One. Oh, wow. Courtney, did you yeah. honk? Yeah. I just feel like it's wrong. <laughs> it's Gomer Pyle. That's it's it. Gomer Pyle. I was like, his name's Jim Neighbors. That's him over yonder. Say hello to the star, Tandy. Man. Oh, my grandma's going to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> Question two, name this cartoon TV show. Tim. Peanuts? No. 
I'm going to guess before he can hear yeah. anymore. We didn't hear anything. I know, but it sounds to me like Tom and Jerry. No. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Brando. The Jetsons. There's the Jetsons. <laughs> you guys would all would have gotten that. <laughs> all right, one point, Courtney, one point, Brando. Question three. Who's auditioning for American Idol here? You don't need... Brando. Kelly Clarkson. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> 18 karat gold. Fancy cars that she's go very good. fast. You yeah, know, yeah, they never she might, uh, no, might have a no. shot. <laughs> All right, two points, Brando. One point, Courtney. Question four, name this guitarist. <laughs> Courtney. I can only name one guitarist, and it's probably not it. Eddie Van Halen. There's only one guitarist you need. There it is. Nick will be proud of me. (laughs) You will. Okay, we are tied between Courtney and Brando, so here's our tiebreaker. So Tim, you're out. Question five. Name this (laughs) 1988 movie. Who are you then? Just a fly in the ointment, huh? The monkey in- Brando. Die Hard? Die Hard. Is it Die Hard? Is correct. <laughs> Brando. Yes. <laughs> congratulations to you, Brando, but congratulations to you, Naomi from Florissant. We have a pair of tickets for you to see George Lopez. He's going to be at the factory on June 9th, and you will also be there unless you give your tickets away because you're busy. But whatever, they're (laughs) yours to do what you want. Uh, Hold on. We'll get all your info. We'll have another pair to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Well, we are a little over a week away from Cardinals' home opener at Bush Stadium. And we are going to be broadcasting live starting at 7 a.m. until... A date, a, a, a time. I'm not sure. <laughs> ten. I think we're done at ten. What? I don't know. Are we? Well, I think you're the boss and you get to decide. I think we just start packing it up at ten. Yeah. And start enjoying all that is the home opener. I mean, by ten, nobody wants to hear our business anymore. They're done with us. Yeah, they are. Uh, but there is a, an opportunity for you to join us, and we would love for you to do that starting at 7 at Sports and Social in Ballpark Village. You can get all the details. Res- reservations seem a little iffy. Some people are able to get reservations, some people not. That, uh, you can click the link and email them, but I don't know. But people have been able to come through in the past regardless. And, and the place the, the is tables big. turn over quick. Yeah, the yeah. place is a big place. If you get there at 7 when we start. You're, you're not fighting that huge You're coming huge right crowd. in and grabbing a table. Yeah. yeah. So go to <laughs> 1065thearch.com and you can get all the details. But next Thursday, I looked, and I know we're a ways out, but I looked at the 10-day temp. And... It looks like, well, right now it says partly cloudy, 60 degrees is your high. Love it. Don't trust it. Don't even look. Don't even look. I had to. I hope I didn't jinx it. Uh, But get all the details and join us. Make next Thursday a holiday and and hang with us for the Cards Home Opener. All right. Question of the day today. Mm Mm-hmm. You have it. I have... uh a scam attempt on on me, I believe. Well, I'm sure it is, and it's something new for me. I, you know, I've, I've gotten the text before, 
where you know you you figure out like oh this is this is a text but this is the first this is the first of its kind i'm curious if other people have had it and fallen for it because there's some it's there's something very diabolical about it so it says it's from the postal service and it just says message we regret to inform you that your package that arrived on tuesday will not be well will be returned if you do not update your shipping information and regards usps tracking blah 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 and i first saw that and thought did i send a package like i was trying to go through my mind like did i did i mail something or did did i leave something out that i didn't put the right tracking information on or something Do you mail that much stuff and then i realized like no i've never i don't (laughs) mail anything i was like this is not me but is it a is is it a delivery or a uh to me it reads like it's something that you sent okay and I'm like, this is really effective for people that do, like that are eBay, are, are, yeah, constantly or Etsy shipping stores things. that are constantly shipping things. Like, I could see how somebody would get fished in on this one and then be like, oh, what an idiot I am. So what? They just wanted an address. Yeah, but I bet. What does once, an address get? Yeah, exactly. You think like well, you know my address? Who you you look can, that up? Yeah. But I bet once you get in there, it starts asking like, oh, what about this number? Oh, and you know what I mean? Like once they get that little hook on you. Yeah. Man, what kind of sucker would fall for such a thing? I- <laughs> 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 but you would feel like a dummy if you if you ended up going through on this well, one. Well, if you were constantly shipping things, but that's see, a different story. To me, yeah. that's what, it was the first one that I thought like I could see, I could feel like people might fall for and this. And they're throwing darts right now to, to find that person. Yes, that's at I the, was the wrong guy. office. Yeah, didn't work for me because I'm not mailing nothing. No, I'm but not returning. I mean, they're sending so many out. Like, yes, I, I mean, obviously those things are are lucrative. That's why they keep that's keep right doing them these scams. But and you, I mean, I know you you fell for one, but like I did, it hit you dark at, days. It hit you at the right time. It did. There was a bunch of stuff going on, but I mean, still now. I mean, I probably will miss bills I have to pay because I won't believe anything exactly yeah. anymore. Yeah, so my my what I'm wondering, my question would be not just the like the tricky, the really good scam that you maybe fell for that maybe you don't even want to admit, but like the one where once you did it, once you clicked on the email, you realized, "Oh my god, how did I fall for this one?" Like the the prince, the Nigerian prince one, like Maybe we have somebody listening that somebody did. Somebody out there, I wonder if they fell for like did you fall for one of the really or blatant fell, ones. Or maybe fell in love with Bruno Mars and he Ex- needed money. Exactly. Like, so I guess my question is like, did you fall for a scam and like, was it one that you sh- really, really should have known? The better? dumbest scam you fell for. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you fell for uh, a scam, we would, and we can keep you anonymous. Right. If you don't want your name to be read over the air. If you want your name read over the air, just uh, give us your information, your banking, and your routing number. Uh, but you can text us your dumb scams that you've fallen for on the Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Well, Tim's back after a 24-hour trip, maybe a little more than 24 hours, to Washington, D.C. to watch his brother and uh, produce this incredible event. In D.C. at Kennedy Center. Yeah. So, so it's the Mark Twain American Prize for Human, which has only existed since, I think, like, 98 or something. And it was at the Kennedy Center where I've never been, which is just this oh completely unbelievable place. And, and, and it was cool. They put up all the people who had won it. You know, I think the first one was Richard Pryor, and it, it's been Julia Louis 
Dreyfus, maybe Carol Burnett. Uh, in the last few years, Dave Chappelle, John Stewart. So, so cool. And Chris was the executive producer and, and, and showrunner. And uh, the whole family went out uh, out there. So it was... It was really cool, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. It airs Sunday on CNN, and everybody should watch it. It's 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 pretty spectacular. But um, he had all his friends. You know, if, if you've never seen one of the these things, like a bunch of his peers, friends, or whatever, get up and they speak. So it's it's just incredible. People, I don't want to save some of it for when, when yeah. Chris is here. What what actually happened? But I mean, just on on the stage was Conan O'Brien, David Spade, Jennifer Aniston, all doing bits. Drew Barrymore. It was great. I read something about. Uh uh, David Spade, like he was way shorter than anybody thought, and then he never went back to his seat. He just wandered around. There was uh, one of the stories I read about the rundown of what happened. Like it was seemed like a real rushed. That like they thought he would do a longer. Spades was a little short. Yeah, uh, man, he was funny though. Yeah, maybe that's this is all I this is all I need. Yeah. I don't know, but they were like questioning. So it's kind of funny because they're up, they're up on kind of a side balcony. All of the his sort of celebrity friends, where we were really, I mean, I, don't know, I was twenty feet away from all of them, and I, I mentioned it earlier. But one of the most fun things was watching them watch whoever was on stage, and then kind of whisper to each other. And you just got the Chris Rock's like my number favorite of all time comedian, and just got the vibe that he was the funniest one. You know, kind of <laughs> whispering <laughs> to people and watching Chris Rock and Dana Carvey whisper <laughs> to each other was just the coolest coolest thing uh in the world but it was it was fun so we we get to our seats and we're going to the road and there's children there's two children and one of them was it looked just like is it gertie from et like the like it was it was like she was sitting next to us it was drew barrymore's daughter oh you're kidding but she's that same age that she was and And she looks identical to mom (laughs) well that's Crazy, <laughs> like that's why is the Does little girl the, from ET right here? Does she have the lisp and everything. <laughs> I didn't talk to her, but I mean, it was it was weird. And they were so that we were sitting next to them, and they're like coloring her two daughters, are like coloring the whole time. And even when their mom is on stage, like not looking up even a little <laughs> yeah, bit, like impressed. they just keep on going. But we almost didn't make it. So my dad and I had a really early flight uh, Sunday morning. Got there 45 minutes early or something. Totally fine. No big deal. Couldn't get the boarding pass on our phone. Uh, checked into the thing. It's like, oh, you got to go see the, the, kiosk. the person. So you go up to the person and they're like, oh, you got to go wait in that line. Wait in the line. And they're and uh, I don't know what the deal was, but they were not cool at all. And they're like, oh, yeah, they gave your seats away already. And we're like, what? guys, it's 45 minutes. You know, we got here 45 minutes. Then we had to wait in this line. What's the deal? They're like, well, I can get you on standby. But, you know, all these flights are full. It's no. spring break. And we're freaking out. And again, it's not like we were late. I guess they no. shut down the kiosk, but we also, it was one of those situations where we had been getting the notifications of, hey, can you take another flight? We'll give you these credits. Our flight was full. So they they were looking for anyway. Oh, this is not they right. Hit, oh, it was, it was bad. So they're like, you're on standby for this 930 flight. But if we don't get on... You're not We're toast. It. So we bought, we went down to United and bought tickets on another flight. Oh my God. Because what else are we going to do? We, can, we couldn't just sit there and hope that we made it on standby when she already told us, oh, it's spring break. Everything's crazy. Oh yeah, because DC is such a popular destination <laughs> for spring break. <laughs> right. Well, but it's a hub. You know, people are connecting yeah. through all those places. So do you I, get your money back for the other flight? So I'm going to get on the phone oh, with American no. today and see oh, what we can do. But it, this seems like a racket. And it felt, it felt really, really bad. 
it's that's yeah they were not they were not cool especially if you're getting notifications wanting you to sell those tickets yes oh right it was like they oh, could have they probably made the mistake themselves they overbooked I think you're absolutely right we finally talked to a person and it was still like within reach that we were gonna make this thing and she's like oh they just gave them away it's like well we're here yeah and I had it was time stamped that we checked in at the kiosk you know whatever anyway big deal so it was awesome and it was kind of last minute that Chris is like I've got these tickets so my mom and dad were able to come and, and Kern came down from New York and uh it, it was just it, this was it was so cool for my parents to kind of experience all this and walk through the Kennedy Center and, and all this stuff and they were very excited and they couldn't wait to tell people who you know Chris was or why they were there so the Kennedy Center there's <laughs> pictures of you Sandler. mean your dad could dad yeah, more my dad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> doesn't sound like a big Kate thing. <laughs> there's pictures of Sandler everywhere. Like that is the event going on in the Kennedy Center that night, which is huge, by the way, and beautiful, and mm-hmm. even even in D.C. And yet they're like, as they're they're looking for like the coat check and stuff, and they're like, oh, we're we're here for the Adam Sandler event, like as, <laughs> as if there's all these different. Things. There's like a bunch <laughs> of different things going on. But the so my my dad can't wait to tell everyone like, oh, we're we're from St. Louis, and our son is whatever, and like. But every now and then it would pay off because he's, as he's checking the coat, the lady's like, St. Louis. She's like, I went to Narek's Hall. <laughs> no. Yes. The coat check. They didn't care about his son. They just liked the St. Louis thing. Yeah, the St. Louis thing. So he would come back with it like, like, oh, found, found another one. He was <laughs> the show itself will wait for Chris for a lot of that stuff. Cause it, but it, man, it was awesome. I mean, it was, it was so cool. They gave Chris a shout out, like the, the head of the, I don't know what this guy was the head of or whatever, but at the very beginning, they're like our executive producers. And they said three names. And one of them was Chris's want to thank you so much for being here. It was such a cool thing. Uh, Adam Sandler's mom spoke, was one of the speakers. She was very, very funny. And he, he, he references her and a bunch of her stuff, so and a bunch of his stuff. So it was cool to see her. And I saw her afterwards. She was obviously very nervous when she was speaking. She did sure. a great job. And I saw her at the dessert table, and I was like, hey, you did, you did a great job. She's like, oh, thank you so much. And she said, uh, I don't have to worry about fitting in this dress anymore. I'm going to eat all this. I'm going to eat all this cake. And she was saying that to somebody. And then, uh, uh, um, did she say it that way? Did she say, I'm going to eat all this cake? Yeah. Is that like where he got the voice? Everyone was doing impressions of him. It was great. So at one point, a server comes over and, and is like, oh, can I help you with that? And then and she kind of says, it was like her bit for the night. She's like, oh, I don't have to worry about this dress anymore. I'm fitting in this cake. I can't wait to eat this cake. And the server says, uh, do you know I met Adam Sandler last night? Because she was part of the Kennedy And she goes, I'm his mom. (laughs) 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 And it was was, was awesome. So then my mom goes up to Judy Sandler, Adam's mom, and says, uh, you're... uh, my son has this job because of your son and I'm proud of my son like has this like mother mom moment bonding moment and they got we'll have to wait and get the professional pictures because they got a picture together which was really really fun Uh, we went into this the after party for this thing was like everyone who was there was invited to this after party. It was crazy. And it was, it's on CNN and there were all these CNN people, like Wolf Blitzer walked right past me at the appetizer <laughs> yeah, table. Yeah, they were all, they're like, thank God we got something yeah, cool. Yeah, we got a cool party yeah. to go to. <laughs> but now just, the New Year's is boring all for these, us. All these other like White House I bet there were politicians there too. 
Oh, Nancy Pelosi was four rows in front of us, uh-huh. and and they kept they were it, with her, with her husband, and so there were all kinds of bits about that, which was, it was really, kind of uncomfortable, really, really fun, and like they all hit some. They're like, I'm in D.C. I got to do the political stuff. They can cut it out. <laughs> like Dana Carvey's doing impressions of everybody. It was it was awesome. <laughs> but um, oh, so we got into this VIP. Like there was kind of the Sandler party, and then there was sort of the big party. I mean, there was a band. It was all just over the top. And my dad, we're kind of like, all right, I know you're excited, but you got to you gotta kind of calm down. And he goes in. He didn't realize that he was getting into the little exclusive part, and he walks through this thing, and he's like, I just met Buscemi. And we're like, dad, 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 oh dad. Oh, my. And he's like, Buscemi? Bush, Bush, Bush. He, <laughs> he thought we were correcting his mispronunciation, but we we're like, no, you just got to calm down because we're in the area with, with the, gotta with be the cool, Buscemi. Man. With all he's those right guys. there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you just met me. <laughs> yes, it was. Shami uh, was great. It was awesome. So then, uh, so that was great. And again, we'll save a lot of that for Chris because that was all hanging with Chris. And then we went. I took my parents uh, back to their hotel, and then Khaki and Curran and Nikki and Chris were all where where they were staying. And Khaki's like, "Oh, so I get home and I'm like so tired, and uh, I'm getting dressed." And Khaki's like, "All the comedians are here. Come down to this hotel." So I was like, "All right." And I halfway thought she was probably messing with me. So I walk <laughs> in to the bar at the Four Seasons, and there's two tables. It's our family, a couple people that worked on the show, and Nikki at one table, and the other table is. Tim Meadows, Robert Smigel, Ben Stiller, Chris Rock, like a, a couple other people. No. And it's like, those are the two tables in this bar at the Four Seasons. So I walk in. As I'm walking in, a bus had pulled up to the hotel with all these athletes got out. Like, clearly there was a game. And I'm even kind of trying to figure it out because I just walk in with these guys. Mm-hmm. So I walk in. The first thing I see is Chris Rock, my favorite comedian of all time, looks at me. And he looks at all these guys coming in. And he points at them. And he goes, Hockey? <laughs> and I go, yeah, they're a little small, but I'm pretty sure it's a hockey team. Like, I think it's hockey. So he comes down, he like kind of says goodnight to everybody, and then uh, which is awesome. We're like, see ya. And Chris is like, do you have fun? Thanks so much. It was great, Chris Convy. And then Chris Rock walks around, and I'm like, oh, that was so crazy, Chris Rock, and that was such a big deal. And then like 90 seconds later, Chris Rock comes back and he goes. Uh, elevator's a little jammed up with the hockey team. <laughs> so he's sitting there, and a couple people would come up and ask him for pictures, and then Chris Convey says, hey, if you want to sit down so no one bothers you, go ahead. And he goes, he goes, great. So Chris Rock sits down at, at our table. table and is eating our fries and hanging out. And that is... You're in heaven. the coolest. While, while Ben Stiller's like four feet away. And you can't ask for a picture, can you? No, I just couldn't get I myself know. to do it. It was just like, he was... You know, they were having the, but you could tell how much these guys enjoyed the hanging out Being with around each other, their friends. which they don't get to do. Yeah. And they yeah. all just love Sandler, and it, that was super cool. So Chris Rock hung at our table for a little bit, and 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 it was, yeah, it was just the coolest. So, and all these other guys, these just kind of heroes of mine, kind of all around, and it was it was so cool, so proud of Chris. I mean, to meet so many people that he worked with and have them all come up and be like, he's the best person I've ever worked for. He's the best person. Like, he, he did such a good job. All these high, his his sort of bosses came up and were telling him what a great job he did. And mm-hmm. these things are typically really stressful and they freak out afterwards. And it, this, it was just, it was such a cool thing uh, to experience. And, and yeah, so proud of him and, and so happy. That yeah, we're proud of him it. too. It's yeah. so cool. His biggest gig to date. And uh, I mean, hopefully... 
he doesn't get another job because of this job. I mean, you know, <laughs> hopefully he just continues to do this gig yes. every year. No, I think it just proves that he is qualified to run the text line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's got what it takes. <laughs> but it's it's Sunday night on CNN, uh, and you guys, you, you got to watch it. It really was a, a fantastic show. And we're, we're pretty sure Chris is going to be joining us. You'll get a chance to see him in person after this big gig, which is so cool for him, at Sports and Social for opening day. Uh, for the Cardinals. So hopefully you'll get your reservations or just come on down to Sports and Social in Ballpark Village and hang out with us from 7 a.m. until uh, 10 a.m. <laughs> That's what time we're going to be there. All right, it is The Courtney Show. Tuesday Tidbits coming up next. The Courtney Show. Tuesday Tidbits. Tuesday Tidbits. Tuesday Tidbits is brought to you by T.R. Hughes. Half acre new home sites in Wentzville and five acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. All right, my tidbits today. You're going to like one of them, I think, more than the other. All right. Chopping wood increases testosterone production by 46.8% as much as 17% higher than soccer and other studied competitive competitive sports. Just chopping Just wood. Just chopping wood. It makes you feel like a man. It is. An ex- it's a very manly operation. Isn't I'll that agree. bizarre? How does that even... You're just smashing stuff. Smash! I've never chopped a piece of wood in my life. Oh, man. Is it... Exciting. You never lived like you a man. Well, <laughs> uh, I thought that, that was interesting. It seems insane. It does. I had Aaron chop some wood in the fall, and uh, I thought, like, he's going to chop a little bit, and then be like, Dad, but he got into I'm it. tired. And he chopped, like, all of it. He was, it made him feel manly. like you feel like you're accomplishing yeah. something, well, maybe. You're just, like, putting all your effort into it, and he. I feel like I would. Time. He had a full beard by the time. Was <laughs> yeah, he did. I think I would injure myself myself. Well, you got to be careful. It feels dangerous. All right, and then I like this, and I've watched a bunch of behind-the-scenes documentaries, different things about Dirty Dancing, but I still think it's so interesting how this thing was made, the company that made it, all the, you know, as big of a movie as it ended up being, all the problems that came up. Yes, yeah, so uh, such an unlikely success. Test audiences hated Dirty Dancing, And the producer of the movie was so disappointed in the final product that he said, burn the negative (laughs) and collect the insurance because he expected it to be a box office bomb. Instead, it was a hit with the number one video rental of 88 and was the first film to sell a million copies on video. Wow. It's crazy. I mean, what was the difference between that test audience and all the rest of the it's, audiences. It's, I mean, we talk about it in here a lot with, you know, testing music and testing radio personalities and stuff. It's a different, when you do that, it is, you're, you're going to get different Because you're thinking in a different way. You're than the I, masses. I yes. bet they tested it in L.A., and L.A. was too cool for that movie. There's a million different it's, reasons. It's not a cool movie. It, you know, if you don't know anything about it, you're just like, what is this I loved it so much. Musical thing. It's crazy. And then the music, even the soundtrack, we had the soundtrack, and there's all these oldie, you know, all these old songs. Yeah. But it's just so bizarre. The test audience thing, man, it, it was a big theme of the of what Sandler and his people talked about. You oh, know, like, man, they live and die by the test audiences. And critics, like, he's like, you know what? 
Who cares? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the Sandler verse does not make sense for all kinds of reasons. How much yeah. money he's he's his movies have made, and it was a big thing they talked about. Is he was just like, <laughs> we knew it was funny. We and we knew there'd be people that wanted to see it. And, and if he had all these funny people around him that thought it was funny, yeah. you're feeling pretty good that it's funny. Yes. And he talked about the false <laughs> sense of confidence he always had, where he's like, he would do stand up and bomb, and he'd be like, man. These people are missing out. This is, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you guys? What are your tidbits today? I, I've got this, and I, I had never seen this before. I don't even believe that it's a thing, but it's from the Battlehawks, the St. Louis Battlehawks. Did you know that if you flip the logo upside down, it's an STL? Did you know that? Yeah. I yeah. didn't When it was that introduced. Before. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. They posted it, and I was like, I, I, it was I like remember a day it. Ago. Yeah. It kind of redeemed that logo for me because when I first saw that logo, it was well, not, yeah, you were not, not crazy. Uh, I didn't love that logo either. Now uh, it's like a part of my life. But I, I saw that, I was like, okay, I guess I'll believe that. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning, I remember when they introduced it. Really? They said that? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. This is interesting about the song, um, How Long, you know, that Ace song. How, How long has so this been going, going on? on? So just what do you think that song is about? Just based on what you know about it. How long has somebody been cheating on someone? Right. How, who sings it? Ace. Ace. Mm. No, yeah, I would have thought the same thing. Same thing, yeah. right? It's actually uh, not about a cheating girlfriend. It's about the band's bass player who was moonlighting with another band. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. It doesn't give it the same oomph. No. Does it? Like, I've listened to that song 150 times. Never once have I, mean, I thought anything you? other than a cheating girlfriend. Oh, that's funny. But, but you yeah. can hear the heartbreak in his voice, <laughs> and it makes a lot more sense to He's me. He's having more fun moving. Now i got to yeah. listen to it and hear, like, what oh, is, that's what, great. what's the story going on there? I love that a lot. <laughs> oh, All right, great. what about you, you got, Tim? And that guy had to play that song, too. Like, boom, boom, He's constantly boom, looking boom, at that. It's about me, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a fling. A uh, few things here. Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell. His name is Dennis. Saskins? Yeah, but his name, Mr. Belding, is just like Saved by the Bell. Belding. Oh, oh I don't. Th- I, I never, never put that together. Never picked up on I mean, that. Pretty good. Uh, a woman named Crystal Jones came up with the idea for the musical group TLC. Uh, she pitched it as a girl group version of Bell, B- Bell Biv DeVoe. She recruited T-Boz and Left Eye, and when they were signed, the record company replaced her with Chili. They got another C for the TLC. It was her no. idea. No. Yeah, and then they got scammed by what's her face? Uh, Pebbles. Oh, Pebbles. Yeah. The Pebbles song. took them, like took them to the clean. Yes. And apparently, so there's a TLC biopic. I think it was a VH1 thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's like the whole beginning of the story. It's like they just kind of were like, eh, let's just tell this story instead. This is a better one. And what? Who is Chili with now? Oh yeah, Joey uh, Lawrence's brother Matthew. Yeah. They were together. I didn't know that. Yes. Crazy. It's a weird. Doesn't seem that doesn't that match doesn't seem correct to me. I wish <laughs> I wish him the best. I've always been a chili fan. Uh it is illegal to be buried at sea in the United States. That seems like littering. Just do it. It seems like you gotta tell somebody at least. The body just needs to be wrapped in some sheets, weighed down, and thrown off a boat at least three miles from shore. That's it. Just some uh, concrete galoshes and, and then you can do it. That seems bizarre. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, think you should be doing that. I don't recommend it. I got a food one for you, too. Velveeta was invented in the early 1900s when a cheese company needed to figure out something to do with broken wheels of Swiss cheese that they couldn't sell. Well, they're not selling Swiss anymore. But that's how they... So it's like a Swiss cheese thing? base that's going on in Velveeta? I guess so. 
I thought I didn't think I had anything. To I don't do want with to look too anymore. deeply into Velveeta because no. I do enjoy it in certain with in certain things. I don't, I don't like, want to know too much. I don't like that it's not sold with the other cheeses. It's it's on a shelf <laughs> next to the Sunny D. Close to cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, those are Tuesday tidbits, and they're brought to you by T R Hughes. Tuesday tidbits. Tuesday tidbits. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, the only biker comedy hypnotist, Gary Michaels, is at (laughs) Streets of St. Charles. It's quite a title you've got there. Uh, So first off, this story, it's gross. You've been warned. Two human turds were found in an aisle next to Hillary and Chelsea Clinton last week at a showing of Some Like It Hot at the Schubert Theater in on Broadway. So they're at a Broadway show. Something is discovered. I guess they cleaned it up during the show, basically. And what's even kind of weird, because I read that and I was like, I, I don't I don't know. What what happened? It's an accident? No, clue, no idea. Well, there's a manager at the theater that's like, this is a problem. This is the fourth time it's happened. Well, there's nobody that could have just done it. It sounds like they brought it in. You think? Because some somebody, another source was trying to say, like, no, it was an unfortunate accident. There was an elderly person there. Like, like they, that's what they think happened. But it's like, yeah, but if it's four, fourth time. Tell me Hillary and Chelsea discovered it. Yeah, well, I don't know. It, they, it doesn't give a lot of detail as to their involvement. Yeah. It was just very close to them. And so some people are like, is this some sort of statement that people are, somebody's making about them? Or is it just a, a weird thing that somebody maybe it's someone in the doing? cast? It's their ri- pre-show ritual before before they log. No, oh, maybe that's. I didn't even think about that. You know, artists <laughs> they have their own way pre-show of, ritual. of getting into that, <laughs> getting yeah. into the show. Uh, but anyway, they the show went on afterwards. But just be careful if you go to that theater. Schubert, Watch. I've heard of the Schubert Theater. I mean, it sounds like it's probably a nice place. I'm sure this isn't helping. What's going on? Yeah. Knock it off. Gwyneth Paltrow is expected, expected to take the stand in a hit-and-run trial today where she's accused of running into a dude on a ski slope in Utah. So it's a hit-and-run, but they're they're all on skis. Including Gwyneth? I think. And they're, I, they're, I guarantee you that, that uh, different resorts have insurance. Like, there's going to be... Collision with each other, right? It, it's got to happen. I've never skied. I don't know, but it seems like that's going to be happening all the time. Well, he suffered broken ribs and a concussion. He claims it was all her fault. Uh, his name's Terry Sanderson. Oh, he was trying to. He's like, oh, somebody hit hey, me that has a lot of money. I'm gonna get yeah. some of that goop money. Uh, he said that Gwyneth didn't even stop. She just left him lying there. So she, according to him, knocked him over, broke his ribs, and then just. Skied away, and I guess her ski instructor was there. He was accusing accusing him of causing the crash. Mm. He filled out some report saying, you know, hey, this guy, you know, caused an accident on the slopes today. And they're like, this isn't true. He's disputing it. So his original suit, he was suing Gwyneth for three point one million dollars. A judge was like, no, 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 you're not entitled to punitive damages because that's where it all racks up big. He's just basically the medical stuff. So he can he can only get a total of. $300,000 out of her. But that's, but she's expected to uh, testify. Appear in court. Yeah. 
I. But it looks like this guy's taking advantage. Sounds like a. It sounds like he's. Because if she just kept going and he actually had those injuries, it, it just seems like maybe he didn't have the. Do you know what I mean? How could she have been totally fine from that collision? I mean, I understand that there's ways, but because I mean, of all that her her. Uh, because of all of her food she eats all every yeah. day. Open. Yeah. All of her almonds. And I'm not, I know, not a fan. But. You watch a lot of procedurals, so. Okay, let me just tell you this. Let's think about this. If he walks in to this trial today and has a neck brace on, she needs to throw a briefcase down and see if he turns his head. Really? Oh, does so, that work for Matlock? And it worked for Mike Brady. Mike Brady. <laughs> Mike Brady. That's a good idea. He knew he was getting scammed. Well, I, here's my thought. If he, if she, he doesn't have a case. Let's say he has no case. And he, it's just a frivolous lawsuit. Why would she even testify? Wouldn't they just go you to could. court and yeah, just was, present the evidence? And, and like, because you open yourself up whenever you get on the stand. Right. So it makes, to me, a non-procedural watcher, makes me feel like there might be something there. That's why she's got to get up and kind of explain from her perspective what happened. I wonder on a ski slope what type of fault there is. Like you said, these collisions are happening all the time. Are there things where it's like, oh, that so-and-so was negligent or intoxicated or, you know, right. I, I wonder what that what that looks like. And can you get a ski WI? Like, <laughs> is that a thing? That's pretty good. Sarah Snook from Succession is prego. She plays Shiv on uh, the show Succession. Uh, she admitted she was pregnant while filming the final season, but she said she doubts uh, that we'll be able to tell. I don't think she was very far along at the time. But she is now. She's 32 weeks along. And I just saw her pop up on the Today Show. So she's talking about the new Succession, which is coming out soon. I think this weekend. Is it this weekend? I think so. I was going to double check. I didn't look up the date. I'm almost positive it's Sunday. Let's do it. Uh, the Oscar-winning directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once are doing some episodes of an upcoming Star Wars series called Skeleton Crew. Whoa. Do you know anything about this? The Daniels? Well, but do you know about this show, Skeleton Crew? and one of the animated ones? I guess. I looked it up. All, all I could find was just one line. It just said, follows a group of kids... Who are about 10 years old who get lost in the Star Wars universe. So I don't know if it's a Star Wars show or is it like some sort of, you know, normal kids like, hey, let's go down this uh, mine and see what's there. And then they touch the crystal stone and now they're in Star Wars land. Looks like Jude Law's in it. Yeah. That's Interesting. All I, know. I don't know what's going on. Hey, can I say yeah. something real quick? An yeah, entertainment story? By oh, all gosh, means. Yeah. Uh, I put it on the blog today, but yesterday the, the mid-season trailer for ba- Vanderpump Rules hit. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is all, update thing. Yes, this has uh, got some clips of them, you know, getting the camera crews back out into the houses this, since the Scandaval. This local fella. And it looks good. You're in. I, I put up the trailer. I put the trailer up on our uh, 1065thearch.com. It'll be on the blog a little later. Matt Damon got a tattoo in honor of his late father. Uh, it's the word Nomad, which was the name of his dad's boat. And it's also... Damon, spelled backwards. Oh. Hmm, that clever? You can see it on the blog today if you want to check it out. Michelle Rodriguez says Jason Momoa is the best villain in the Fast and Furious franchise. Well, of course she does. She's doing press for the new yes. movie. Uh, I guess uh, Momoa is the big bad in the new upcoming finale, Fast 10, not to be confused with Fast X, which is what it looks like. Remember, it's Fast 10, like... Fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> That's exactly what the director said. He should not be allowed to be in Hollywood anymore. You can see old audition tapes of John Cryer and Ben Stiller reading for the part of Marty McFly 
on the blog today. It's, feel, it's weird. Is it? I feel like Ben Stiller is red for every part ever. He was young, so young, trying to get gigs. He's, he's like always in the mix for every job. His, uh, his speech the other night, I cannot wait for it. There's so many jokes that were just perfect. He impressed me because he's not like a comic, but the he's so funny stories though. he told, and I mean, he, it was yeah one of my one of my favorites. But he talks about him starting out and Sandler. They all these people talk about their first interactions with Sandler oh, when really? they were all starting out, and everybody was like, uh oh, <laughs> like everyone just knew this guy is gonna dominate. And I forgot that Adam Sandler was fired from SNL. Yeah, I. It, for some oh, reason, I, I thought he just from SNL. got his career got huge, and he left. Why did they fire him? They they were cl- kind of cleaning house. I think him and Farley got fired at the same time, which was insane, you know. But they it was sort of they were. I, I forget exactly what they say the move was, but yeah, they got fired. And then he came back and hosted, and he did a, the monologue was like, uh, yeah, I got fired. And then it made $4 billion at the box. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Disney World has a new Tron roller coaster. I think it's the light cycles uh, that the roller coaster is. is... It's a great idea. I can't believe they haven't done this before now. It sounds so cool. Uh, But they brought the original Tron star, Jeff Bridges, uh, in to shoot a video to talk about it. So that's up on the blog today if you want to check it out. You can also see the trailer for the first or the final season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on the blog today. And you can see Taylor Swift's stage dive that we talked about. Was it yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. How about at her concert? Um, there's a part in the concert where she like dives into the stage and then there's, you know, video screens all across the stage. And so it looks like she's swimming underwater and then pops up later. So the fans were talking about it like it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Now that people are seeing it, they're like, okay, well, it's it's kind of cool. But it's maybe not as impressive as... But you can now see it. We yeah. talked about it yesterday. Yeah, the video awesome. is from up high, so you can see the whole thing uh, layout if you want to check that out on the blog today. On TV tonight, not a whole lot. The Voice has got part six of the blind auditions. That's 8 o'clock tonight on NBC. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. The Courtney Show. Congratulations to Melissa Gamblin of St. Louis. Next week, she is going to be at the John Mayer Show at the Enterprise Center. Congrats to Melissa. Another chance to win around the same time tomorrow. All right, I'm going to read some of these scam texts. We got a lot of great ones. Uh, But first, uh, Anne posted on the Great Taste Gang after hearing Tim's story about the Adam Sandler event that Chris is, Chris is uh, was producing and mm-hmm. it is on Sunday on CNN. Um, after listening to that last segment where Tim is talking about the, she wrote New York event. It was actually DC. My son who listens now and again walks by and says, who are these Convy people? <laughs> I wonder the same thing every day, baby boy. <laughs> I just really, I just really enjoyed it so, so much. Um, and we get one of the, we get the other Convy uh, back next week. So hopefully he's going to be with us at Sports and Social Curran. on Ballpark <laughs> Village. Curran's coming to town too. No. That'd be great. Oh, he, he, oh the yeah, other You one. never know. He no longer is really announcing his appearances currently. So. All right. So uh, some of the texts we got. I got the same scam Brando is talking about. I thought it was for a package coming to me. I had my mail held during that time because we were out of town. So I didn't fall for it. But I could see how it would be easy to fall for. That's from Carol. Yeah. Way so we go, Carol. We're we sniffed it out. Scams that you fell for. Um. Oh, this one's good. Let's see. Um, 
There's a scam that I fell for a few months ago. It starts, look at this picture I found of you. Sounds legit, right? I've seen that one. Do not click on it. All kinds of havoc is unleashed, and your daughter is texting you about how dumb you are, Mom. By the way, I did get the exact same text Brando got, and I did not click on it. Brando's mother-in-law, Chris. <laughs> I think that one she's talking about is a Facebook scam. Yes. And I, you should never click on that. No. But because it's, it comes from a friend. A right. And times. I got a new one that's similar to that through Facebook that it was like, Oh, did you did you see did you hear about this? Did you hear that this guy that yeah. he died? I think he's a friend of yours yes. or something. And I'm like, I almost went in like, uh-huh. oh, what? Wait a second. Yeah, I hit the brakes. Uh, in a moment of weakness, though, you can see how it's so easy to click on something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's funny. I don't have a name for this texture, but my mom fell for one of those get a free gift scams where they charge you afterwards. And my dad was furious. A couple weeks later, he fell for the same kind of scam, <laughs> and he never brought it up again. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, this one's great from Norco Deb. I completed. I had just completed a 45-minute security slash phishing training for work. Moments later, I opened an email and followed the steps to complete a new sign-in for the city of for the city of St. Louis. A prompt asked me for my debit card information for geo-tracking to improve ads for my location. I thought it odd, but proceeded thinking it had been vetted by the city and the (laughs) firewalls would keep out any nefarious malware. Wrong. The charges hit my card immediately. I hadn't even completed the sign-in before my bank called me with warnings. I became the poster child of what not to do for IT that day. Oh, man. You just finished all the trading. Yes. Oh, no. Um, Let's see. I got one on Instagram, actually. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, I fell victim to a scam while installing a new printer. The instructions inside said to scan a QR code to install the smart app functions. After scanning it, I clicked on the link and it asked me for my credit card information, but said it wouldn't be charged. I did it and it said it didn't go through, so I tried it again and it didn't go through so I tried a different card. Again, it didn't go through, so I kept trying different cards and couldn't get it to go through, so I figured I was too old for this QR stuff, and I gave up. The next morning, I went to buy something at Walmart, and my debit card was declined, and I knew I had the funds, so I contacted my bank, who told me the account was frozen due to suspicious activity, and asked if I was on a dating website last night. Oh. It wasn't long before I discovered I had clicked on a pop-up ad. Uh. This happens, right? You're on was a, a legit side, site, and a pop-up ad pops up. I, so anyway, I clicked on a pop-up ad within the QR code, and I signed up eight times for dating websites. As a result, I had to cancel six different debit and credit cards yep. and explain to my wife why I spent almost $400 on <laughs> dating Oh, websites. no. Oh. That that card thing, same thing, that's how my they got all my cards. Yeah. Because I kept, because I'm like, I need Netflix. Yeah. And Netflix tells you they will never contact you via text. No, very few. Well, they tell you that via text, so that makes it very confusing. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, and then I'll do one more. We have a lot more to get to. There's some really good ones. I almost bought gift cards for someone. Christmas time, church moderator was asking for gift cards for a charity. It was a busy day in the drive-thru. Started asking questions and all of a sudden the light bulb went lit up. Didn't totally fall for it, but was close. Years ago, I gave out my credit card number over the phone, hung up, said to myself out loud, I am so stupid. <laughs> Called the credit card company, canceled the card. That's Sue from Wildwood. Uh, but we have more about a dog, a ferret, 
a refrigerator, <laughs> all these texts that Is we'll get running? to a little later. <laughs> and uh, you can text us your scam that you fell for. JD Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Brando's Randos. Brando's Randos. It's a Tuesday. Let's get random. So they did a study, you know, they do these, and this is to determine the happiest country in the world, and they do it every year, and the world's happiest country is for the sixth year in a row. Norway, Sweden? Sweden. You're swimming in the right water. Uh, The other ones? Keep trying. Finland. Finland! Finland is number one. Uh, Denmark, number two. Iceland, number three. And uh, followed by Israel, the Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, wow, Switzerland, Luxembourg, and New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand's kind of the one oddball in that mix, isn't it? It's a good time over there, I'll tell you that. Is it a good? Have you been to New Zee? <laughs> Have I? Yeah, it's very happy. It's, Is it? It's beautiful. I mean, that's where they shot all the Lord of the Rings stuff. Yep. It's like every uh, set you can imagine, like mountains and yes. fields and. And honestly, and everything place you go where there are hobbits walking around, it's just going to make you happy. <laughs> Plus, there's hobbits there. Yeah. That's where they live. They still have the things there, right? The, sh- the Shire? I think you can visit. A lot of it, yeah. There's a lot, a lot of, tours. of those things you can yeah. actually, you know, go hang out in a little hobbit hole. Yeah, it's cool. Let's go. On average, we're talking, oh, uh, the U.S., uh, we, we're okay. We're 15 out of 137 countries. It's not bad. So, you know, we're not the happiest, but we're not the saddest. We're just below Canada and Ireland. And who can argue with that? I mean, they're very happy in Canada. They're very polite. Yeah. In Ireland, you know, they're having a good old time over there. Yeah. Everything they say sounds like it's they're having a good time. Everything's a question. That's how it was explained to me years ago. Like, that's how you do an Irish accent. Everything sounds like a question. No, I think you sound exasperated is how you do it. How do you do that? Let me hear. Uh, (laughs) I'm from Ireland. I don't even know how I feel about it. (laughs) Okay. That's pretty good. Thank you. I like it. Exasperate. Everything sounds like a question. You go up on the end every time. Well, you just sound like the leprechaun. The- well, yeah. You also sound exasperated, though, <laughs> more so than a question. I actually worked with uh, a, a woman. This was in my old job days. A woman who was Scottish and a guy who was Irish. And I had a hard time telling the difference, yeah. you know. And they're talk- they talk fast. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on. And I asked her... I was like, I, I don't understand the, the big difference between the accents. And she's like, oh, it's real easy. Just ask an Irishman to say 33 and a third. And I was like, what? And, we, and I turned to him. I said, can you say it? Like, and he said, yeah, 33 and a third. I was like, okay, <laughs> got it. So that's how you know, according to a Scottish lady. Man, I heard something, and I'm not going to be able to come up with it. But it was something on St. Patrick's Day that it said the same thing backwards it was not a palindrome. Oh, yeah, I saw it, that, but too. But it said, if you said it the other way, it sounds like you have an Irish, an accent. Irish accent. I can't remember what it was, though. It, it was, and it was it reminded me so much of my Rise Up Lights. That one's better. Whatever yeah. that one was that's that we the, just saw was okay. Rise up, it, say, you have to say it out loud. Rise Up Lights say it, is the best Say one. it fast. Rise Up Lights. It sounds like Rise R- Up Lights. In Australia. In Australia. I love it. Rise up lights. <laughs> but it was something like that. It but, was. And it, right. I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I saw that, too. On average, uh, we're taking about 600 fewer steps per day than before the pandemic began. Because now everything counts your steps. And before, I guess, the pandemic, everybody was getting their 10,000 steps. Then the pandemic hits. Nobody's stepping anywhere. Just from the, you know, your couch to the 
kitchen and back and forth. And they said, now that we're back to normal, quote unquote, is that our steps are low. They're not where they need to be. And you would think like, well, if you're doing 10,000 steps, 600 steps is like a drop in a bucket. Is that a big deal? And they say it is. 600 steps uh, can be, you know, lead you to more of a sedentary lifestyle that can be a raised risk of cardiovascular disease and obesity. So I don't know. Apparently 600 steps is key. Key. We got to get moving. I don't know. What do I do? Like five steps? (laughs) I just start parking farther away from the back door. A woman in Pennsylvania has been charged with stealing from a fundraiser event for a mm. cancer patient. Oh. She kept more than half of the money raised for this cancer patient, but she had a good excuse. She said she had expenses in making the coleslaw for the event. Oh, well. I mean, it's... I, I looked at the story, and they made, like, she kept more than she gave to the family because of the coleslaw. Coleslaw she said the coleslaw ex- cost $790 to make. I mean, so you're much- getting good cabbage. Oh, that's terrible. How much was raised? Like, like $1,400? Yeah, oh, it wasn't. So bad. It wasn't a huge amount, but I mean, she's keeping half of it for that coleslaw. And uh, last but not least, there's a new study shows that dad jokes actually have a positive effect on kids. It helps their development. They said researchers say that when fathers embarrass their children with unfunny jokes, <laughs> it teaches the kids how to overcome awkwardness. Uh, they say it pushes your kids' limits on how much embarrassment they can handle. It shows them that is embarrassment is common and it's not a big deal. Like, look at my dad. He's not ashamed to embarrass himself every single day on the radio. How did they study that? They just got kids around. They had dads just telling bad jokes back and forth, and they're looking at the kids like with their little clipboards, like, man, that kid seems all right. He's going to be fine. So, I, yeah, keep telling them dad jokes. I want to thank Laurie Icing. Yeah. She sent me what it is the backward and forward. I can't do it on the air. It's uh, like a bad word. It's right? a cuss word. Yeah. Maybe but I, it is so funny. I think that's why uh, I didn't screenshot it for best thing because it's really good. Did you, did you see it? Yeah. It is so funny. <laughs> Can we put? Can, it's the we worst. Post it? It's the worst word. And, and off. Gotcha. Okay. Can we put it on our story? You think? No. Well, I don't Isn't know where I'd bad? find it. You take a screenshot. Listen, of it I just told you what it was. It's the worst word. The harshest word. Well, eh, well there's can, two. Yeah, but I don't know how it works. It's f. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Off. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Sorry. I really Jeez, I was trying to help. I got, I mean, a, I got wow. a little sick to my stomach there. Jeez. Don't do that. I'm going to have to beep. <laughs> wow. Beep the show. Let's, we should be done. We should All right. Be done. We are. We're done. Done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We got to get out of here. Brandos, Randos. Pizza party. Brandos, Randos. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carol House Furniture. Get honest value and quality furniture. Shop Carol House because you like nice things. Let's meet our contestant for first five notes. Hello, Tina from St. Louis, Bevo area. How are you doing today? Fabulous. How about yourself? I am fabulous as well, Tina. Tina, uh, working today? I am working today. I'm working right now. Don't tell anybody. Okay. All right. We won't say anything. <laughs> Let's get these tickets to you. We have two tickets to see Snoop Dogg. Now it's in my head because you said that ticket thing. Brando. 
we have a we have a <laughs> night out to the Hollywood Casino Don't Amphitheater for, for you to see Snoop Dogg on July 16th. You just have to get two out of the three for first five notes, play against one of us, and uh, you'll have first shot at answering the artist or title of the song based on only hearing the first five notes. Who in this room are you going to go up against? Brando. Brando. Wow. Oh my gosh, she said that at all. No, she's like, Brando. Calling me out. All right, Tina. Let's get things started, Tina. Here's song number one. Oh, I know the song. Yeah, I do I will give you a new life way up in the West Hills. What is that? I can't think of the you, name of the you, band. You had a lot of the words there. Yeah, you're Just not, not all the words. You're not giving us the new life. You have to use money. You're purchasing and... it. <laughs> I will buy you a new house. Good job. I Good mean, job. house is in there too. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I like your work. It's Tina. fine. Good work. Uh, let's see how we do on song number two. Uh, it's Michael Jackson. That's right. And that was legit. I feel better legit. about that one. After yeah. Kinda we, you know, we run pretty there. loose with the rules on first five notes. We just want you to win. And you did win. You did win. You're going to see Snoop. You're going to the high school reunion tour. Congratulations. But let's go for the glory and see how you do on song number three. Is that Hurricane? No. no, it's not. It's the opposite of no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Always an easy one to get a clue for. Way to go, Woo! Tina. Nice job. All right, we have a pair of tickets for you to see Snoop Dogg Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on July 16th. You can get all the details at 1065thearch.com. We'll get all your info, Tina. Congrats to you. And we will play again tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. We've got lots of texts today on the Cheney window and door text line. Lots of scam texts. Some are the, really bummed me out. Oh. I know. Um, I still like the one that the husband yelled at the wife for falling for <laughs> a scam, and then he fell for the same one. <laughs> uh, but we did have some texts from yesterday and last night I wanted to get to. Guy Phillips was kind enough to come in here and hang out with us yesterday while Tim was off in D.C., hanging out with all the celebrities. Uh, people really enjoyed hearing Guy. Guy with those internet ac- acronyms was priceless. And that <laughs> classic radio voice, throwing it into a song, always great to have him join you guys. Uh, listening, Listen to the podcast on my way home from work. Between my overdramatic singing of the sadness bracket songs, crying from laughing so hard at Guy guessing the trendy text abbreviations, <laughs> I may become known as the crazy lady on the road. And I might grow your audience in Chicagoland. Also, I still recommend Courtney. Check out So Help Me Todd. It's on CBS, a procedural, and it just makes me happy like Quantum Leap. Ooh. That's with, uh, what's her name? Marsha Gay Harden. Mm-hmm. And the guy from Skylar Aston. Aston yeah. From Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Um, cold food. We were talking about that this morning in food court. So you, so to eat, wait, so to eat cold, eat your food cold when you're, oh, you have to eat your food cold. There was a very important word Mm. missing. Mm. So you have to eat your food cold when you're in construction. But one thing that I always eat cold during float trips 
cheese hot dogs right out of the pack. Every person that has floated with me has told me how disgusting it is, but it is delicious. Open the package up, sling the juice off, and bone out the teeth. <laughs> I don't like that at all. showing off. Um, Bernadette, eat gross stuff. Bernadette said 90% of those people who, who will eat cold foods are moms with kids under two who have learned to just tolerate and enjoy because they have to. Yeah, I guess. All right, now we're going to get some of the scams. Um, my husband fell for a $3 TV. Then they charged his card $89.95. I wonder how that I came don't, across. I asked like, for more information, TV. but I never heard back. I mean, a $3 TV sounds like a good idea. It's a great yeah, deal. It's a risk. My husband and I tried buying a ferret from a pet site online. Now thinking back, I feel so dumb. But we sent $300 initially for the ferret. Then they said because of the unprecedented heat in Texas, where this ferret was coming from, the airline wouldn't let her on without a climate control cage. So we shelled out $2,000. Yo! Then they said we couldn't get her into St. Louis without another 200 At this point, my husband was emailing them <laughs> saying, no, we weren't paying anymore. Then they started saying, so you're abandoning your her at the airport? But we knew. Over $2,000 later at this point, there was no ferret. I feel, I still feel oh, stupid. Oh, man. man. And this is another one of the same kind of scams. Um, not me, but my older brother fell for a scam about a dog. It was a rescue dog needing a home on the internet. He is not a dumb guy, but man, they took him for hundreds of dollars. They were really good, to be fair. They made it sound like there were programs to ship the dog, and then random problems kept happening to get the dog to them. So he had to keep sending them money. But by the time he mentioned it and asked for help, because he still didn't know if it was a scam or not, uh, they made it sound pretty legit, she said. I called the airport, confirmed there was no dog. I immediately called the money order company to cancel it, but it, uh, it was too late. Oh, My poor brother no. was beating himself up, and he just kept panicking, thinking this poor dog was stuck. No. Yeah. That's, uh, that's isn't that terrible. terrible? Uh, this is from Cheryl with a K. I got scammed last week. Really? A lady on BST. I don't know what BST is. BST. Um, Bell Bell Stormtroopers? <laughs> I know. I wish Guy was here to tell us what BST meant. Be silly. Terrence. Terrence. Uh, a lady on BST <laughs> listed all these house items. I saw a nice refrigerator that I wanted for $700. That seems pricey. I feel like you can get for a, a refrigerator? Yeah. But I mean, unless it's like a, a nice one because they're like two grand. Is or, it like a buy, sell, trade? Is that BST? Oh, uh, yeah. that sounds right. That was good. Thanks, guys. Um, I her, hear those refrigerators that don't keep things quite cold. Those are expensive, too. Shut up. Her profile showed me several friends I knew. So, oh, okay. There, there's your. Yeah, they must be okay. So I messaged me. Is it available? Scammer. Yes. Me. Where are you located? Scammer. O'Fallon, Illinois. Me. Oh, pretty far. Couldn't get until next week. Scammer. Put a four hundred dollar deposit and we will deliver. Me. Can I Venmo? Scammer. Yes. Me. Venmo the money. Scammer to scammer. Mm. Scammer. Go ahead and send another 300 and we won't charge delivery. Me. Notice Venmo name is different. Get that funny feeling. Mm. Message a friend from uh message a friend from her friend list. He said her Facebook was hacked and another friend was scammed too. So I was sick. Oh. 
I asked for my deposit back crickets. I made a report to Venmo. Long story, I was refunded my $400. Oh, less than that's learned. good. I didn't know Venmo would help you out with stuff like that. I think there is something that you can click. Oh, yeah, that says if you don't... Blah, blah, blah. There's something there that I've never clicked. I know. Well, I the- think it's Venless. <laughs> click that and you get your money back. Um, I was trying to watch a high school playoff football game online. It asked for my credit card number, and stupidly, I entered it. It showed declined instantly. My bank fraud department was calling and texting me, and it showed up a dating app as the recipient. Weird. What's with the dating app I don't thing? know. It is weird. They must think that people will not pursue it They'll be because embarrassed. of some type of embarrassment. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But who's going to believe you? Lots of scams. Sorry you guys were taken. I was taken. I get it. It happens to all of us. It's terrible. Moment of weakness. My favorite, though, out of all of these is the person that was at work. She had just got done taking this. Yes. The the online fishing fishing course. (laughs) And one second later got scammed. (laughs) Uh, If you guys want to text us before we leave for the day, Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Second round voting is underway for Arch Sadness, 1065thearch.com, and it's brought to you by DraftKings at the Casino Queen. Somebody's going to win $500 that have, they've already filled out their bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today's matchups are Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you, against Simply Red, holding back the years, and Boys to Men, it's so hard to say goodbye, against John Waite, missing you. You can only vote once per day, so go cast your vote at 1065thearch.com. And that's also where you can go to get all the information about opening day at Sports and Social. Go check it out there, but we are going to be there next Thursday for the Cards Home Opener, Sports and Social, Ballpark Village. All right, it is time now for the Great Taste Gang Song of the Day. And it's brought to you by Appliance Discounters. You can shop GE Appliances and other brands at the Appliance Discounter, Discounters.com for pricing that beats all the competitors every day. You can request a Great Taste Gang Song of the Day anytime at 1065thearch.com. Just like Jen Alexander did. Jen Alexander requested today Love and Affection by Nelson. It's your Great Taste Gang Song of the Day on The Courtney Show. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you tomorrow at 6.